professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Every time I get together with Alec, it literally is one of those, I just smile. I told my wife just getting ready for this. I'm like, I get to hang out with Alec this morning. He's truly one of those oh. people that he just brings the fire and the energy. So Alec, I'm so excited to be shredding with you today. Dude, this the fire and the energy is all you, bro. And this is, it's so fun to talk about consistency and other fun stuff with like Mr. Consistent, Josh. Like you, you've been um, an inspiration to so many people in just how to show up every day. It's in your, it's in your like logo and you, you just, and you do it. And so dude, thank you. It's great to hang with you today. Dude, it's always great to spend time with you. Dude. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the accolades, but you and yourself, I want to, I mean, before we get into it, you, you are one of the leaders. People know who you are. You're recognized. You're speaking throughout the industry. You're on stages constantly continuing to add value and sharing the things that are truly important. There's a lot of times where we hear this fluff here and there, but you're always, every time I hear you, every time I even talk to people, are like, dude, do you hear what Alex said on stage? Did you hear his, you know, his keynote or this or that? You always bring the, you always bring what's truly valuable to our industry, our community and our mortgage family. And I'm excited to be getting into that today, but more importantly, for those who may not know you, give a little background on Alec. Like, get it, let us know you a little bit more. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a rabbit hole a little bit. But so I, I've been in the mortgage industry for like 22 years now. I started because I asked my dad for a job, and I was a receptionist, um, getting 90 bucks loans, doing HELOCs in a strip mall. And, you know, I've worked in, in so many pieces of the industry. I was a processor three, which just meant I ordered appraisals all day long. You know, I've stacked files. I did every, I didn't underwrite. Um, but then I got into sales. I was assistant. I was a receptionist. I was a, you know, junior loan officer. And um, before I became the chief marketing officer at Loan Depot, I was running the Western United States for our retail channel. And so, you know, I'm kind of like a, I'm just, I'm just a, I'm a street mortgage kid. Really, um, and I, I joke that I'm the CMO now because I I put videos on the internet, which is partially true. Um, so it, it's been a fun journey in this industry. I I, I kind of found myself here by accident a little bit. I I think sales and marketing have always been two sides of the same coin, uh, very different things, but very complementary things. So it's fun to serve in this capacity right now. Um, and you know I I come from a long line of storytellers, so I guess that's part of my DNA too in marketing is just telling good stories. So. So that's a little bit about me. I mean, I'm a huge dork. I, I love Marvel comics. Uh, I have used to own a gym. I've, I've been on a fitness thing for the last 100 days. So we can go wherever you want to go, Josh, but that's a little bit about me. Dude, what I love is you mentioned throwing up videos on the internet. That is something you yes. do. You mentioned consistently for me, but that's something you have consistently done. And you even did a 100-day challenge prior yeah, well, to this one about showing up, about doing videos. And that's something that has helped you get into that rhythm, get into that consistency. I know that was a big thing for you as well. And you joke about just throwing up in, you know, videos on the internet to which is what helped you get to where you are today. But it's true. That's what you, you mentioned sales and marketing. There's two sides of the coin, but showing up, having a brand, being present, being where people can see yeah. you, where they can hear you, where they can actually interact with you. That's a big part of the game, Alec. Huge. And, and, and 
there's there's a funny story to to the to the video world and kind of my transition into that. You know, I, I was I I always enjoy being a coach, like you know, a mentor. I think part of being a leader is is also being a good mentor and explain to people what's going on and how to tackle it and how to view th- certain things. And I, I was a great street originator. I mean, I really knew how to go out and build relationships with realtors. How to I, I knew that game. I had a great strategy for it. I could lead into it. And this darn thing called the internet kept you know progressing through our industry. And I realized that I'd never played there. I never figured it out as a marketing strategy. You know, and it's funny because I'm like an Oregon Trail kid. Like I grew up on on computers and internets. I just it wasn't it didn't connect the dots until I watched you know internet based lenders start to become number one in purchase and out surpass local people. And I'm going, what the heck's happening in our world? And this is five six years ago. And so I, I decided that I would do this hundred videos in a hundred days type of a challenge to just to try to see if I could get into that space. I had no strategy. I, I had no thought. I was just going to put, I, I did videos on standing desks. I was so random. I was all over the board. But what I learned in that particular experience was you have to go play in that space to figure it out. Like no, nobody's going to give you the exact roadmap. There's great, there's brilliant people out there who can tell you things, but until you're playing in the space and finding your own voice, you're never really going to understand it. And, and that's what helped me carve my way forward. And I started on my own podcast and I wrote a book and I did all these things because of that challenge that started me off into, the, into that digital space. And I, I like to always just kind of end, end it with this particular statement. Like I'm, I have a little bit of a tip on my shoulder when it comes to gurus that are like, just do what I do and buy my ebook and all this stuff. I just, I always think of myself as a practitioner. Like I'm just trying to figure it out. And some of the things I've figured out aren't, aren't good. And some might work for somebody else, but they didn't work for me. And that's okay too. And it, I, I'm never trying to approach it from a, from a guru position, just more of a, I'm trying to figure this out too. Let's learn together. Ooh, bro, a practitioner. That's exactly. And you meant, you and I have had this conversation before. The things that it's been fun to watch your journey, my journey through social media, because you look at our first videos where we started, yeah. you and I both just laugh. Like I even look back yeah, at awesome. one of the first times I had on, had you on the show and I'm like, oh my gosh, look how far we've come to this day. But then again, like I'm still, I'm on AirPods in my phone doing the show. It doesn't matter what you have. No. It just matters that you do it. Like you said, being a practitioner of the craft you don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to have the best and latest and greatest. You just have to continue to show up. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to continue to improve. And the message and the value you share for your community is going to be core. It's going to come through. Like people yeah. are going to hear you. They're going to see you. And they're going to be, they're going to appreciate you in the grind and in the hustle, which yeah. kind of segues perfectly over into this hundred day challenge that you just did. So yeah. first and foremost, why, like why? And this wasn't this wasn't a, a hundred video day challenge. This was actually we're talking physical. You're talking like hitting the gym. Why did you Why did you take this on? And what was kind of the goal or mindset of that? Well, I mean, this hundred day things now become a. If I've done it twice now, it's kind of becoming a theme. Which I'm not. I'm not trying to make it a theme. Like I'm not the hundred day guy. I, I'm not writing a book on the hundred day thing. Although maybe I, people said I should, but like, let let me just go back a little bit. So I, I've always focused a lot on health and fitness. I've always had a core belief that health and fitness are underlying foundational, crucial pieces of your life. And the more that you can, can focus on your health and fitness, the better you are professionally, the better you are with your family, the better, like all the things, all the things like you can't do cool shit if you're dead and you can't make an impact if you can't go upstairs very well. Like it's harder, life's harder. So 
I've always had that viewpoint and I owned a CrossFit gym for 13 years and I've, I've been in fitness for a long time. That said, 2020 and COVID was a pretty disruptive thing in my life. And I, I'm an introvert by nature. So people are like, well, COVID must have been great because you just did a home all day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was. But like, like many people, you know, I struggled with some depression. I struggled with some anxiety. You know, it, it wasn't like nobody comes through unscathed. We're not, we're not iron people that don't have feelings. And through that too, I also had an issue arise physically with my hips. So long story short, I, I don't have any cartilage really left in my hips. And so I was in tremendous amounts of daily pain with bone on bone grinding in my hips. And I'm a younger guy. I'm for, I just turned 42. And I had like 85 year old hips. In fact, my left was so bad that when I met the doctor, he was like, you shouldn't have hips like this. Like, you know, and I don't have some genetic condition. I have slightly turned out hips. It's not that abnormal, but I just burned through my cartilage. And there's, there's reasons for that. They, they think maybe jumping in volleyball and basketball is a big jumper. doesn't matter. So for like two and a half years since COVID really started, I was in daily pain and it got progressively worse. And for those that deal with daily pain, um, it, it's debilitating. And so my exercise and diet became really difficult because I was, in, I was hurting all the time. So I started eating like shit all the time. I started to med self-medicate with alcohol and other things just to kind of just every, I was drinking a old fashioned every night just to help me get to sleep. And, you know, you just, you just gain a lot. I just gained a bunch of weight, which was really difficult for me as kind of a self-identified fit guy. Um, and, you know, eventually I ended up last November, a year ago, having hip replacement surgery on my left side and like literally November 15th. So almost a year ago, like a little, like a couple weeks after I had my left hip replaced and went through a, a pretty gnarly six month recovery period of physical therapy, all the craziness. And, and then I just kind of hit that breaking point where I, you know, kept looking in the mirror being like, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not happy where I'm at. Like, I, I think people have the same type of, you know, experience for whatever reasons, there's thousands of reasons. And so, you know, I was just kind of like, fuck it, honestly. And, and you know, Hey, what here, here's another kind of sad truth, especially for people that have been in fitness. Like we kind of know what to do. And I don't mean to be belittle people that maybe have that excuse of like, I don't know what to do, but, but we do, you, you eat well and you exercise. Like it's, it don't overcomplicate the world. And I know there's, there's pills and there's shots and there's protein drinks and there's all this chaos. I love it. It's insane, but sometimes you just need to make it simple. So for me, I said, look, I need to sweat every day. Let's just, that's my bar. Just break a sweat every day, which could be a walk. Like I could just go for a walk. I could go work out at the gym. I could just do cardio. I could jump on the Peloton. Like don't, I didn't, I didn't want to make it something crazy. Now I do have a personal trainer and I, and I go to him twice a week and he's awesome. Um, but the other, you know, five days a week, I just needed to sweat. So that kind of checked that box. And then for diet, I just said meat and vegetables. Just meat and vegetables. No, no, no calorie counting, which is difficult for me. I have 80, I can't do it. I can't, I'm not detail oriented. I'm like, that's hell. I can't handle it. I know that. Um, so I ate meat and vegetables. I threw in a little cheese every now and then, and then some healthy fats like avocados, almonds, um, I still ate bacon. I ate bacon all like a lot for hundred days. Like it's not the healthiest meat. We all know this, but I'm like, you know what? This is going to meat and vegetables is what I'm going to, you know, and you can find that in every restaurant, everywhere you go. I travel, I'm in hotels. I always stayed at hotels that had 24 hour gyms. So at the end of the day, I could go get on a, get on a treadmill and walk for an hour uphill, whatever it was, just sweat. And then you had to cut out some things. So I cut out sugar and I cut out alcohol. 
And, you know, when you, when you take those things out, you sweat every day, you eat meat and veggies. And then my last piece that was really, for me, you have to find what works for you. You have to kind of hack the world a little bit. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a public accountability around this. I'm going to post every single day my weight and my, my result because that's the result. And, and if it fluxes up, it goes up. If it goes down, it goes down. But I'm going to post every day. And I, I don't know if this works for everybody, but for me, the, the embarrassment, the public embarrassment, even though no one gives a shit, no one cares. Like if I did, failed, no one would really care. But like, but, but for some reason for me and like self-hacking, like this works because I'm like, oh, I just can't, I can't deal with the embarrassment and the internal shame of, of not doing it outweighed the desire for an old fashioned or sugar or whatever. And I'll tell you this too, you know, th there's no perfect time. There's never, there's always a birthday. There's always a holiday. There's always a reason. I mean, I went over Thanksgiving. I went over Halloween, which is like my jam. That's my holiday. Like I went over birthdays. I, I'm like, and, and like, I'm like not doing it because you got, you just got to fix it. And so that, that, this worked for me. And that's my whole, you know, two cents, Josh. And people ask like, oh, I want the same thing. And I'm like, great. Here's what I did. But, but you got to find out what works for you. I don't know what's going to work for you. Um, but, you know, I'd lost 53 pounds as of this morning in my, in a hundred days. So, wow. yeah, dude, it's, it's Bro. been, it's been, been wild. I want everybody to take a big, deep breath after what Alec just said and went like, <laughs> there's so many things that, that I want to even like unpack and talk about here because there's literally, I want to start with this. You mentioned everybody's different and I, yeah. a lot of people know my physical journey because I was similar to you. I, I had gained a whole bunch of weight. I had hit, you know, 250 again in my life. And it was when I had my second kid that I'm like, I, I was literally like trying to chase him around. I was, I, I noticed that I couldn't catch my breath. I'm like, yeah, I'm running, like trying to just catch my kid. Like I'm struggling with this. That was the time for me. Everybody has that, that moment in life. Yeah. But what you mentioned too, is everybody's different. Like everybody's different. There's all kinds of pills and all the, like the latest and grace. You can take this shot you can do this. It never is sustainable, never sustainable. And it's just like, just pick something simple. Well, you just said it, it, it's simple. Meat and vegetables for you. I'm that same type of guy. That's how I say people always ask me, well, Josh, how do you maintain your weight? Simple diet. And I sweat. I, I yeah. get on the treadmill. I hit the gym in the morning. And it's not like I'm spending an enormous people like, oh, you must spend hours at the gym. No, I spend 30 to you know an hour in the gym and I don't do anything crazy. But here's what I want to ask you, Alex, because me, yeah. people know I'm very honest about this. I hate the gym. It, some yeah. people get that like that runner's high or that like, oh, I love pumping <laughs> and jacked up at the gym. I hate it. But I love the way I feel. I love that I'm healthy. I love that I can go outside and run around with my kids. I love that aspect of it. I hate the actual gym. How do you like being a gym owner, being that you've experienced those things, how yeah. do you actually feel in the moment? Like, is that something you crave? You look forward to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you know, I, 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 so, so the reason that just sweat every day worked for me was I just needed something to help me get started. Mm. It, it's always the get started thing that sucks, at least for me. Just like getting up in the morning, like, I, and I have to work out in the mornings. Now I'll do stuff late at night when I travel because I'm tra like I have early morning flights. I'm not getting up at four. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, Goggins. I'm not doing it. But like I'll get up at like uh, so I'll, I'll I'll do a late workout when I'm traveling because I'm who cares? I'm in a hotel. Nothing's going on. 
but I, I get up in the morning and I just start. And if it's just sweat for the day, I just need to start sweating and I just need to get in there. And then by the time you kind of get your body moving, you got that forward momentum. You got that. You got you got it. You're, you're done. You, you've, you're going to make it happen. You're going to get it done that day. And I, I, everyone feels good afterwards. You always feel that sense of accomplishment. You always feel like the sense of like, fuck, yeah, I did this. I got going. So there's always a payoff at the end. But it, for me, it's just like you just how do you just get started? Um, one of the things I can't remember who said this. It could have been like Jocko or some some somebody out there who's kind of that you know guru uh, you know athlete go guy. But like in the morning when your alarm goes off and and, and everything sucks and you just want to snooze and you don't want to do anything. One of the things that has helped me was just just start moving. Just get up. All you gotta do is just stand up. And once you get that forward momentum, once you just get literally stand up, and you're like, okay, I've stood up. Now everything else is downhill. Now now you're moving. Now you got the momentum. Now you're going. So I don't know. My encouragement is just figure out what that is for you to get into action. Because once mm -hmm. you press that, once you start moving, oh, everything else is easy. Bro, so it's funny because there's Jocko, there's Goggins. For yeah, for guys. me, for me it was Mel Robbins, which everybody's like, okay. Mel Robbins? You mean the little the little gal like that? Hers was the five, four, three, two, one. And that still is like in bed in the mornings when my alarm goes off. I'm like, ah, oh, do I really want to do this? Like, do I really want to? And I count, and as soon as I stand up, you nail it. As soon as I stand up, you're going. It's just like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm up. I'm like going. now I'm I'm not laying back down. I'm gonna get up and go. I'm gonna make this happen. So you just have to take that step, which there's yep. so many correlations that you and I can can I mean, compare this to here in a second, but it really is just getting started. Pushing through that discomfort, because nobody wants to get, we all want to lay next to our beautiful spouse in bed and stay there and hang out no. where it's warm. Like, yeah, dude, we don't, nobody wants to do that, but you have to. Like, if you want to see the results, if you want to feel better, if you want to achieve whatever it is you set out for, then you've got to be willing to take that first discomfort, that uncomfortable step, push through it, and then again, you're going to see that. Now, something you else you mentioned in there as well. So many people look for the shortcut, the pill, the weight loss, the yeah. you know, the secret, the the fad diet. This is that is going on. But you and I both have achieved, achieved results by simply just doing the basic things, like you said, cutting yeah. some things out of your diet. And now I'm sure you're like me. I'm still. I, I'll be a hundred pounds. I had a cinnamon roll this morning after I, because my wife got cinnamon roll. She's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Cinnamon rolls are my jam." Like that's the one thing I'm like, "Oh, cinnamon rolls, I'm in." You can. I'm. We're, I'm sure you at the same time, you've had a couple of things like, okay, I'm going to have this, but it's not overindulging. It's not doing it every single day. It's taking those times where like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to stay because it's a slippery slope. It's easy to be like, okay, just one cinema and all that. I'm going to hit the, you know, now I'm going to have the nightcap. Then I'm going to do this. You've got to stay focused throughout the journey. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that has always stuck with me was this comment about like, if you want to achieve results, you need to operate, you know, in the 80 or 90 percentile range of effort and or of execution. And I'm kind of like, well, what does that mean? And it's like, well, the elite operate at the 100% of execution, meaning if your diet, if everything you put in your mouth for the day equals 100% effort, then if you're going to eat a cinnamon roll, that's going to take you down a percentage. Maybe now, maybe now you're at 90%, depending on how much food you're ingesting for the day. Okay, well, if you're operating at 90% of your day, you're crushing it. That's an A. You're getting an A. You're, 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 but if, if half of your day is filled with unideal food, you're operating at 50% of your, of your capacity and of your execution. So that's not going to get you to where you potentially want to go. So, you know, kind of measuring it out and, 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 and applying moderation and all that stuff is a core thing. And, 
Yeah, Mark's comment is 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 clutch too. I mean, I can tell you, Mark, when I had the hip issue and my right hip's now acting up, sleep's a problem. If you wake up throughout the night, you're not at 100 execution. Period. You're gonna your your, your hormone levels are gonna be jacked up. Your your willpower is gonna be jacked up. So, and sometimes it's not in your control. Like, you know, when I had, I had hip issues, I was trying to figure out, well, what do I take melatonin? And how do I get off? You know, I got to stop taking bourbon. So let's do something else to figure it out. And, and for me, it, had, it ended up culminating in surgery to get me to where I can actually have a nice sleep where I'm not being woken up by my hip every night. It's a problem, you know, but all these things are, are so what, so what now things like they're just, they're, it's reality. If you have an issue I was talking to a buddy um, on social who's like, well, I, this is hard for me. You know, I'm a diabetic. I'm a type 2 diabetic, and I'm dealing with all this bullshit. And I'm like, I get it, man. You got a harder cross to bear. You know, My hip was dysfunctional, and I gained a ton of weight, and I had to figure out what to do with it or else just I had to deal with or just go on my path. And it sucks to go into that you know, so what now kind of conversation, but that's where life is. Yeah, I mean, Mark, I get it, dude. Dislocated shoulder. Um, stiff joint, you know, your, yeah. your, your hill is, is more difficult. It's, it's rough, bro. I feel you. It's interesting that you say that. And we all, we all have those hills. We all have the crops we bear. We all have things that are challenging. And to Mark's point, to your friends, we will all go through these, this journey of life. We experience difficulties. We experience those times where we want to quit. We don't want to get out of bed, but that's, what makes us who we truly are. It's who we are yeah. destined to become is pushing through that. There's always a solution. There's always an opportunity. Again, yes, it's pain. Sometimes it sucks. I guarantee Alec, as you were going through this, especially going through the recoveries, you were hitting the gym again during these first few hundred day or first, sucks. you know, 10, 20 Terrible. days. Dude, I bet you were just like, I hate this. This hurts. Terrible. This sucks. Oh, physical therapy was the worst, dude. A guy took a metal spoon and was digging into my scar for six months. Terrible. I'm just chewing on leather, trying to like, it sucked, you know? Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't want to, we all have our, our cross to bear. We all have our, our thing to deal with. And, and some are worse than others. I'm going to just claim it. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I just want to have empathy for that. It's just, it's what it is. Being empathetic, I think you and I are both, I know you've had the chance to sit down with Gary Vaynerchuk multiple times and do an interview with him. He's somebody that talks about empathy in such a way that, we have to be empathetic. We have to be understanding. We have to have that grace, that care for the other people around us. Because we will never, we will never, I will never understand probably the pain that Al went through having that hip replacement. We can be empathetic, yet yeah. we can still go out and achieve. We can still go out and do. We can still be executioners. We can still go out and, and accomplish things that we want. We just have to be willing to push through it. I'll, yeah. I want to kind of correlate. I want to kind of make a yeah. comparison to business. Because, I mean, we all know yeah. we're, on the, we're in the mortgage industry here. Times are tough. Times, I mean, people are kind of feeling that same pain, that discomfort that you and I are talking about. How do you overcome that? Because it is physical, but it's very different. So how do yeah, you overcome I mean, what we're going this through is, right this is, There's a great correlate in this, in health and fitness to, our, to the market today. Um, because, and, and even like on a weight loss journey, because you're not responsible for the results. You're responsible for the actions. And if anybody's ever tried to lose weight before, you know how frustrating it is to bust your ass and eat the right food and do everything right and then look at a scale that's not moving. It's just, it is, it is so defeating and frustrating and brutal on the psyche. And yet, what a great correlation to the market today where all of the effort 
and all of the prospecting and all of the marketing aren't yielding the results you're used to having in the last decade of our industry, which is a long ass time. And all of a sudden you're going, this sucks. And where's the result? And where's my victory lap? And where's the financial payoff? And where am, you know, that, that the correlate of that, it, it, I, I always kind of, so, so uh, faith, I'm a very faith centric person. And I think that's helped me personally, but having faith is crucially important in markets like this and on health and fitness journeys and all this stuff, knowing that the effort that you're putting out, as long as you're validating that it's the right effort and you're getting the support and mentorship from coaches and leaders who are saying, you know, you're not just running down the wrong alley and you're doing the right stuff. Um, I, I want to make a t-shirt that says it's seed planting season Ooh. because everything that everyone's doing in the market today are planting seeds. And I know it's not time for the harvest. And I know it's brutal because you're like, I'm not getting any reward for this. I'm just doing all the work and I'm not getting any payoff. And I think I should quit. And, but, but every seed you're planting is part of the harvest that's to come. And so you, you don't, it's back breaking to sit there and plant seeds every day with nothing to harvest, but it's the, the parallels are too, are too true. You got to stick, you got to have faith, validate that you're doing the right stuff, get surrounded by great mentors, stay in the game and the, and the victories are going to come, you know, the weight's going to come off the, the, the results in your business are going to come. You just got to stick in it. And that's the, that's the, that's the place we're in right now. Bro, that that was deep. I hope all of you go back and listen to what Alec just said. And I'm I'm right there with you. Very having a very faith centered ideological yeah. outlook on life. Planting seeds for for me is one of one of those things that I talk about a lot, especially with youth. I work a lot with the youth, yeah. and it's all about yeah. planting seeds. And it's not just planting the seeds; is part of it. I tell them a lot: you have to plant the seeds, but then you have to cultivate. You have to. And I live in a valley in particular where I we have hundred year generation farmers and. Uh, people who have, you know, grow crops and this and that. And I tell them, you plant the seed, but then you still yeah. got to do the work. Like you can't just like, throw the seed in the ground and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's going to sprout up and grow. Yeah. That's good call. You got to water it. Go yeah. You got to water it. You got to, sometimes you got to do some weeding around it. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of work to, to make sure and maintain it so it grows. So you can enjoy the harvest. Now is seed sowing season. Alec, I couldn't agree with you more right now. Everybody, and this is, there's the there's always the joke right now, especially in the mortgage and real estate industry. It's you know it's it's the mortgage winter. Everybody's taking it and relaxed and chilling back. And you can sure you can be like everybody else, the 99 percentile. But it's the one percent right now, Alec, the ones who are yeah. putting in the who are sowing seeds right now that yeah. they're going to be the ones. They're going to see the results because no one else. Everybody's like eh, I'm just going to sit back and relax and, and see what happens. 100% man and that you nailed it you can't take the winner off that's insane this is when you have to double down um i i have a i have a spreadsheet up on my on my desktop not not because i'm morbid but just because i'm interested you know i'm connected to so many great mortgage professionals over the last 10 years and part of my effort has been to connect to a lot of mortgage professionals to to understand what's happening in the world today and there's just a lot leaving the industry for a lot of reasons and I get all those reasons, uh, but that's that's uh, that's a win for the people that are staying, even though that can it doesn't feel that way. It can be a little kind of morbid, like I said. But that's you know survival is also victory sometimes, and very 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 few people are having the best years of their life in this market. The the great originators are absolutely not having the best years of their life because 
they wouldn't be great otherwise. They wouldn't have had multi-hundred million dollar years and then still be able to do that in this market. The market is the market. So, but for them, they're, they're still winning massively in my eyes and their own. You have to take it as the market comes. Mm. And that it's something that's completely out of your control. All that you can control is the efforts you're putting in now, is the seeds that you are sowing. You and I both, that's something that we've been very blessed and fortunate with is we have a lot of incredible friends in the industry and it's and it's heartbreaking. It truly is. Like yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, we need a calling and we need this to happen. At the same time, we've made such great, genuine relationships and genuine friends. It's heartbreaking to see when yeah. they go out of business, when they, when, they, when they lost their sight, for whatever reason, whatever... Yeah you know, whatever occurred, shit happens. Yeah. And it is. So be willing to put in the work now because if you're putting in the work. Yes, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to hurt. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful. But we all know you can do it. We've been, we've been through similar cir circumstances. And if you haven't, then now is the time where you get to grow and you get to become the best person that you are because as you push through it, you're going to see yep. those results. So Alec, I want to be respectful of your time. This is always, every time I sit down with you, I learn something. I get better as a person. I'm like, damn, this guy, you, you need to write more books. You are one of those people that is so, there's so many little insights and so many little valuable nuggets that you share every time I hang out with you. I, I almost feel greedy because I'm just like, man, I just get, I get a, just this feed off of Alec and what he's sharing with all of us. If you were from one thing that you, you learned from your, your 100 day challenge, your 100 day journey, what would be that one thing that really stood out more than anything that you want to share with people right now? If you're willing to make your journey public, which mm. people are very scared of, and I understand because there's there's potentially a fear of failure and shame in that. Um, there's lots of things in that. But, but on the other side of that coin, there's incredible support. You know, the... Uh, uh, the amount of people that sent me a message that just said like, dude, good job. Like it probably, probably took very little effort um, that, you know, they, they, they thumbed up the post, you know, they sent me another note and gave me some encouragement. Um, they, whatever, what, people gave me tips, like, you know, all, all the, all the stuff. Um, you just realize how many people out there are going to pull for you. Um, even people that are relatively strangers, really in the scheme of things, but, you know, maybe socially connected, but, you know, you don't really know each other and you don't hang out or whatever it is, um, are going to root for you and cheer you on. Um, you, you get to see a side of humanity that's, that's always there under the surface, which is that people generally care about other people and, and root for other people. And that was incredibly fun for me to re-realize with mm -hmm. this journey. So many people just sent a note um, in the middle of their busy day just to say, good job, just to give me a, high, a virtual high five. And that's rad because that, that just fills you with this kind of like reconnection to humanity. And it fills you with a little encouragement, a little more motivation, a little more ability to stick to it. Um, and so my biggest kind of takeaway or encouragement for others that are willing to, that are trying to step into something to achieve something new you know, you're going to find that there are people pulling for you and, and that's going to help you. So, so go public with it, enlist that support. And then the secondary thing is, uh, I learned from my sister who is, oh man, she's probably 18 years, um, sober in her, in her journey of sobriety, An unbelievable inspiration for me. 
And, you know, one of the things that I took from her journey in digging into AA and digging into the big book that they have and all this stuff was just a very simple truth of just take it a day at a time. And, you know, the Bible talks about that too with, you know, tomorrow's got worries of its own. Don't stress about it. Worry about today. And all. all. so there's just the universal truth in my mind of just all you have to deal with is just today. And so a hundred days was is gigantic and overwhelming. And people would be like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't even think about it, guys. I can't even think about it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about day 62 when I'm on day eight. All I'm thinking about is day eight. And all I'm thinking about today is putting meat and veggies in my mouth and not bread. Like that's, that's all I'm thinking about. And, and that becomes so manageable. Just today is manageable. A hundred days is unmanageable. It's too much. What are you gonna do about Thanksgiving? What are you gonna do about Halloween? What are you gonna do about all these things that you care about? But you can't think about that. You just go, what's today? Can I handle today? Yes, I will eat Chipotle once freaking again. And I'm just never going to Chipotle again. I'm done. I'm, I think I ate it 72 times. Like I'm never doing back. But you know what? You got to find what works and you got to focus a day at a time. I want everybody, again, go back and listen to the last two minutes of that, what Alec just said. First and foremost, be willing to share your journey. I know as I watched Alec and I are close friends. I've watched him, you know, every single day with this journey. It's inspired me. I know it's inspired other people. And you're not doing it for that. What Alec even mentioned, the people that came and interacted with him, it makes yeah. you as human beings, we crave that interaction. We crave yeah. that opportunity just to, to, to interact with other human beings. So be one, and it doesn't cost you anything. You can go and just say, Alec, dude, love the workout today. Simple things that, again, it does something for you. It does something for him. And then take it every single day at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. If you look at the entire grand scheme, you're like, holy shit, 100 days? I can't, like, there's no way I can do that. Too much today. Get it done today. Continue to do it and you will succeed. Alec, this has been absolutely brilliant. I cannot thank you enough. You truly are one of those leaders who can, you inspire from your actions, from what you share, sharing your journey, sharing your fails, sharing your wins. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being willing to come on as you always do and share so much value to everybody watching and listening. You truly are an inspiration, my friend. I appreciate you. Thanks, bro. Take care. As always, we appreciate all of you. We love you. We hope you have an amazing day. And don't forget to go out and shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you guys.